Today's Omen is Aftzadik Tessam and Aleph, and we're starting on the top Tanner Abonan. We're discussing the Uriyas. The Gemara had uh, gone through an entire uh, discussion exactly how the Uriyas was situated on the Mishkan and the Machoikash Vidin Nechemya. And now we're just going to discuss a little bit how the Uriyas were made. Tanner Abonan, Uriyas Adachtainis, the Banim Uriyas, Deshal Tchelis, Vishal Agam, Vishal Talashani, Vishal Sheish. They were made from Tchelis, Agam, and Tlashani, and Sheish. And you had to take the fibers, right? You had to make a thread out of all these things. You had to take the fibers of each one and make a thread out of all of them together. Right? Not so, uh, not so easy. And the just take over here and make the threads, right? Sounds like it's easier. But Chachma shenem balyenis, but the chachma that said balyenis is really more yesi mashnem betachtenis. It's really harder. It's really harder to spin the threads of the top ones, the yiris izim, than it is the bottom ones. Dil betachtenis ksev kolisha chachma slave v'yadei atavu. Every isha chachma slave. She had to be a chachama, but she's a chachma slave. So v'yadei atavu. She right ve'viu matves atchelas v'gomes atlashani. That's the pasuk. Right. That's a sheish. So they wove. They wove the the isha chachma slave. Right. The women are the ones that spun. As they get this, spinning is somehow women's work. So the women spun the threads. So she had a chachma slave. Right. So she spins. But what does it say by the ism? It says it was nasaliban eisen, right? Nasaliban is mashma even more chachma. Mamish they tremendous chachma. So what's the pshat? So Gemara says we had this before in the seventh parak that they. Uh, that they spun the threads while it was on the izim. Yeah, David said correctly that uh, right, they never really understood it too well. How do you manage to spin threads when the hairs are on the goat? They're too short to spin into threads. Right? That's correct. So the pshat is like this. The pshat is when you spin. <coughs> so you have a, a um, clump of fibers and you take those fibers and you spin them together. You're constantly getting to the spinning wheel or the spinning shaft, whatever you're using, you're constantly taking from the clump of fibers that you have in front of you. That's how it's, uh, that's how it's done. Right, so here the Gemara says that they washed the ism while it was on the ism. Now here on the ism can't be spun because it's all oily and um, tangled and everything, right? You have to do different malachas before, right? It says, right? You have to be geizes, you have to be geizes. <coughs> and then it says you have to be menapets, and then malabet. Right? You got to do a lot of different works to get the fibers into soft, pliable fibers. And then you taiva, then you spin the fibers, right? You twist them together in a way that you make a thread out of them. Right? There. That's how you spin. So, so they did all the processes of the putting out, taking the fibers and washing them and uh, and making them into soft, pliable fibers while it was on the goat's back. And then they would, as they were spinning, it would be coming off. 
I'm not sure how they would, you know, maybe they had the scissors to cut it off as they were spinning, but they were or pulling it, yeah, pulling it, yeah, pulling it, yeah, but they were getting it off the goat together with the spinning. And that's how they were making these long threads, constantly getting the fibers from straight off the backs of the goat. Yeah, that's the Chayyim. Pasha Taich of the Gemara. Right? Why did they do it? Yeah, I saw somewhere someone brought down episodes of Furnay or something that the thread is more higher quality that way. I don't know. I assume there's some Kabbalah Indian. Anyway, Muslim, right? The Isha Chachma slave and the Isha Shanasa leave in the son of a Chachma. Right? You have to know. A lot is that they understood the, the, the craft. But usually Chachma means wisdom, right? Not just uh, a knowledge of a craft. And the shot is they had to have the, the right kavanas to uh, to put together the trellis agaman and talashani and that. They had to know what each one represented and, and do it for the right kavanas. The Gemara, the, the Midrashim say it. Lachshav, Machshava, Islansis, Bazav, Kasif, and Nechayshis, that Batsal and Ruach HaKadish, he had a day of the Marses and Ksubas, a day of Batsal, the Isis, and Ivru, Bashmayim, Varitz. It wasn't just a matter of craftsmanship, right? There was a. They had to have the right kavanas with some of these nashim. When nashim said kanias, right? Nashim and the vias line. The vias, they were. It's all told yeah. them to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying they had to have chachmas slave. They had to understand the. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Shtegs is the rice. Yeah, so the, the, the going a little bit back into that gullis, right? The Mishnah had said when there's two exist the rice, if they're, if they're on the. Opposite sides of Rishisarabim. So then, if you pass from one to the other, you putter. But if on the same side of the Rishisarabim, and you pass from one to the other, then you chayef, shekenei avedis alavim, that they had the agolis, and they pass from one to the other. So, so, uh, so, so Taisa says, right, we spoke about this a little bit in the Mishnah, but Taisa says this here, he really belongs in the Mishnah that the two exist the rice. Why the exist the rice? We should say yachid, right? The Tosfos has two possible pshatim. Either because he says either because it's sasum lamatam, because it's um, the, the rule is like this: if you have a uh, thing, if if you have a exist uh, you have um, a board that's sticking out. It's ten tefachim high and four tefachim wide. If Gedeem HaBaykim right, like the Trasco we had, you have a basket that's hanging on a pole. If Gedeem HaBaykim if Gedeem can get underneath, so it's not a Rishas HaYachit. But if the Gedeem can't get underneath, so somehow, even though you don't have Mechitzas of Ten Tfachim, you still could say good Achis, you could say that you could create Mechitzas that way. Since you have small Mechitzas on top, they become created Mechitzas. And then the Mechitzas for the top, but not for the bottom. We'll get to that a little bit coming up. There'll be mechitzas benigay at the top of it, but not for the bottom. But that's only if you don't have gedim baikim bais. So Taisa says it's the story says something blocking the gedim. So not gedim baikim bais. That's where they should say achid. Or he said that mechitzas. The story supports with mechitzas. That's where should say achid. And he says that galais. Why would they be should say achid? He says it's kind of like an amid that's suspended in the air because they're only should say achid because because it'll crush him. Right, you needed the ten tefachim of the crushim to make them rishus hayachid, but like 
if you would have an amud suspended in the air, like say an amud on stilts, and the amud would be ten tefachim high, so the top of the amud would be called the rishus ayachid because you have mechitzas of ten tefachim. Yeah, that's what he says. Anyway, Amr Rav Meshim Rav Mechiyah, like we had before, Agolis Tachteyim, Ubinayim V'tzideyim Meshus Rav. The Agolis, under the Agolis, and Bineim means between the Agolis, and Tzideyim means that Agola, we're referring to as just the goof of the wagon, but on the side of the wagon were wheels, and the wheels protruded from the wagon, and that, they weren't flush against the side. There was like, um, they were on an axle, and they were removed from the wagon. On each side, we'll see an arm and a half. Because the goof of the wagon was two and a half amis, I mean, arm and a quarter. So, and each wheel, together with the wheel, together with the side, was another arm and a quarter. Could be together with the wall of the wagon also. The kids said, that's called Tzideyam. So all those places underneath the wagon, and on the side of the wagon, meaning on the floor, on the side of the wagon, we'd also maybe call it underneath the wagon. And between the two wagons, all these things were Rishisarab. Right? The entire street was Rishisarab where the wagons were going. Underneath the wagon, side of the wagon, between the wagons, as all Rishisarab. So, Amr Abaya, They had a distance between the two wagons which is equal to the distance of the length of the wagon. The kama and how much is the length of the wagon? Hey amis, the length of the wagon was five amis. So between the two wagons was also five amis, like the length of the wagon. Now we'll see, the width of the wagon also, if, together with the tzidayim, was also five amis. That's what the Gemara says. So the Gemara says, Lamali, we're going to go back a little bit to the Sigya and Sadechesa Menal. Lamali, why do you need five Amis? The Daladu Palagasagi, why not four and a half Amis? Why do you need the length of the wagon? Now, they put the, the Krushim, the length of the Krushim were on, were on the width of the wagon. So the Krushim, right, there's two possibilities how they piled them up. Either they piled them up widthwise, Right? And they might have piled them up, that's an arm and a half each. So then they could have made three piles with an arm and a half, right? Or they could have piled them up, putting them on the chudon, putting them on the depth, on the, on the edge, which is an amma, and then they can make, then they can make four piles, right? But either way, why would you need five? Why wouldn't four and a half be good? I mean, I think Rashi read this boat study, and it fits a little bit better if you're saying that you massage them on the, on the hood, right? So it's four amis, so you don't need five amis to do four amis, right? Four and a half should be good enough. Right? Rashi says that the question is even if they put them on the rechav, and even if they wanted to make three piles, they still could have made three piles and four and a half amis. I mean, it wouldn't have given them any extra room. But, um, right, so four and a half should be good enough. So the Gemara says, You don't want the Krashim to be too. Uh... So Rashi says, Yeah, that's why Rashi lives away, because Rashi says, If they put them on their, on the Reichav. In other words, you really only need an extra half an arm of space. 
in order to put space between the Krashim. That's, 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 that's Rashi's assumption. So, if you ask the question that four and a half should be good enough, so the question was, when you put them on the Rechav, you can make three piles of four and a half. Right? Why would you, uh, why would you need five? And the answer is, no, you'd want three piles and some space, you know, a little space to, to make some room between the Krashim, not to, not to put them together, so shtag. Right? And if they put them on the Chud, so they would make five piles. I guess in the Havim, if they put them on the Chudan, <coughs> yeah, 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 right. half will be good enough. Okay, that's what Mar says. So Echelich and Krashim shouldn't squash together. Amarava, see the agola, the size of the agola, kamali rechav agola. That's the same, was the same much. It's see, they between the two tzadim, the tzadim meaning from the edge of the actual wagon till the edge of the wheels, is the same size as kamali rechav agola, the same size as the width of the agola, the kamali rechav agola, and how much is the width of the agola? altogether two and a half amas. So Mar says lamali. Why would you need such a wide agala? The amasu palagasagi. An am and a half should be good enough. And what was the question? Right? It actually says that why they make it two and a half? Shemitzdarach lahishim and a krushal masecha yachnis. Which I think he means from the context. I'm not 100% sure, but I think what he means is that even though they put the Krashim, the Eirech of the Krashim was alongside the Rechav of the Agala, right? The length of the Krashim was alongside the width of the Agala. But they didn't have to do it that way. They didn't have to make the length of the Krashim along the width of the Agala. They did. But the reason why they made the agola wide, wider is that they could be able to fit the krashim in if they would put the length of the kerish along the length of the agola. That's what he means. They should have enough room, right? Because if you're just putting the krashim lengthwise, then you don't need much room, right? You don't need uh, you don't need much room. You could balance them. That's what Rashi seems to be saying. You could balance the krashim. So good. But once, so why they do it? It must be because you want to put the Krashim, perhaps, length, the length, on the length of the Agala. So I need two and a half. One and a half. That, that's the size of the Kerish. Teret says, that it shouldn't move around. So, actually saying, if, if the point was to put the carriage on the inside, you're right. You wouldn't need two and a half, one and a half would be good enough. But that's not the point. The point is the Krashim are doing a balancing act here. Krashim are ten amas long. You're putting the Krashim ten amas long on a two and a half amas thing. Okay, that's good enough. But you make it any less than two and a half amas, right? Now, there's a, according to Rashi, the Krashim are sticking out um, how much? Uh, it's 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 three 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 amas and change on each side, right? Right, seven and a half, right? Three three and three quarters amas on each side. So that's a lot. That's like balancing. If you make it any smaller, it's going to 
it's going to start seesawing the crushing. And you don't want that to happen, right? So Mela, that's why you made it two and a half Amis. So Teis is very bothered with Rashi's Pshat. Right, let, 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 let's finish the Gemara, and then I'll tell you Teis's Pshat, because Teis also bothered the next Gemara. Right, we know, we have a cloud, Shisarab has to be 16 Amis. And then, right, that's what it says, uh, it's interesting that it says here El of the Kaimlon, when I do, do not think there's any other place in Mazach the Shabbos that says that Rosh Hashanah is 16 Amis. It is brought in other Mazachtas, like Bava Kama in the sixth parak and Bava Basra, when uh, in, uh, what's it called, in the fifth parak, that the Gemara is discussing Derech Harabim, right? And I think the Gemara discusses it in regard to Peah. Well, there it mentions 16 Amis. But in Masech the Shabbos, when it talks about the Tanoi Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't mention it, as far as I know. And uh, here it says, Elo de Kaimalan, Derech Shisharam, Sheish And the whole thing really is looked at from Shabbos. Right? So, Anandik, Aminlai, Mimishka, Aminlai from the Mishka, Mimishka, Chamesri Havi. The Mishka was 15 Amis, right? Where do we see a size of a, of a road in the Mishkan? Here, right, with Agolas. Agolas were two on each side. That's what the Gemara assumed. And the Agolas themselves were two and a half Amis. The sides were Kamali Rechav Agolas, another two and a half. So that's five. And between the Agolas were Kamali Rechav Agolas, five. So five plus five plus five is fifteen. So why is it sixteen? So I says that Vakoy Ben Levi, there was a Ben Levi that would be standing on the road. The chimishdalfi krashim have When the krashim would start slipping, he'd be able to grab them. Now it's interesting because he needed an extra amma for this ben levi, right? But the ben levi was in charge of two wagons, right? He only had one ben levi, so how did he manage to to get both the wagons? So Rashi says he was on the back. And he was like looking at both wagons, and whenever he would see a problem, he would run to, right? So if there was no room for him to get in, he wouldn't get in. But if he had an Amma space, he'd be able to get into the Amma space on the side of the wagon and fix the. Between the wagons? Sarashi so says it was a half an Amma. No, I guess on the side of the wagons. <coughs> Oh, no, no, between the wagons, yeah, between the wagons. He could get into that. So why do I actually call it a chatziyama? Maybe between the wagons there was a, a full amma, right? If you have 16 amas. Oh, you needed the room uh, outside. Uh, on the outside. On the outside, you need, yeah, on the outside, yeah. On the outside. Okay, half an amma on each side. And he could squeeze into the half amma somehow and fix it. So Rashi asked the Kashem, now one second here, the Kashem with ten Amis um, long, right? Kashem with ten Amis long. So, altogether, that's twenty Amis. <coughs> Never mind the wagons, right? You have the two wagons, there are five Amis. And you have in between them five Amis, there's fifteen Amis, and you need a little space for the Ben Levi. But the Kashem were twenty Amis uh, long. Right? So how would they... Uh, how would he manage 
right? You see, so 16 amas is not enough, right? The Krushim was sticking out. So Rashi says, well, that's okay, because the Krushim were above 10 Tvachim, and any Chinami in the ear, the Krushim would take up more than 16 amas, but on the ground, we're going with the ground. The ground was 16 amas. That's Rashi's chat. But Taisa says that, I don't know, you'd have a very hard time balancing heavy crushing that's 10 amas long, particularly if you hold they were calling on etzba, then it would be impossible, because they wouldn't balance. But even if they were symmetrical, they were amma by an amma, but you'd have an extremely hard time balancing um, heavy 10 amas crushing on a 2.5 amas space. Right, why would they do that? Why not just make bigger wagons? That's what Taisa is bothered with. And he's also bothered with this daichik, that come days to crush him, he says that the crush him was sticking off the side of the road. I mean, what was on that side? Taisa says it was the, Taisa calls it the Chatzeres. And the, like, what did he say? He said they were, uh, right? and he said, how do you know that the crush, how do you know that, the, that there were two wagons going side by side and two wagons side by side in the back? How do you know that? Maybe the four wagons went side by side. Maybe it was one, they went single file. How do you know that it was two wagons going side by side, another two wagons going side by side, right? Maybe it was four, maybe it was one. Where did the Gemara get it from? Right? Okay? Right? Then he said also, he said, if all, the, if all, if all there was was five amas space in between, right? So then the Krushim will be banging against each other. Uh, it wouldn't um, it wouldn't fit good. Anyway, so Taisa says like this. Taisa says that when you are are transporting crushim on wagons, and the wagons weren't particularly big, right? So the way to do it properly is to lay the crushim in between. Lay the crushim that they should rest in between the wagons. That the two wagons should be holding one kerish. Right? Should be, not like each wagons have their own krushim. The kerish rests in between the two wagons. That's why there were two wagons on each side. So the kerish could, could be supported on both wagons. That's what he says. And he says the wagons would be, they'd actually be attached together. There were two wagons, but when, when they were transporting Krushim, the first thing you did was, is you took a big pole, 15 amas big, and you attached the two wagons so they won't separate from each other so that they could properly hold the Krushim. Right? So, uh, that's what he says. So, Mamela, the wagon was, the, 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 the carriage, so how would the carriage be? Would lie in both wagons. Lie in both wagons, right? <coughs> so he says that between the the daif and agala with the with the wheel all together was two and a half amis, not an am and a quarter on each side, because the the, the point would be that the kerish should lie But then, but then one second, if there's five amis in between the wagon. <coughs> Maybe the two and a half amas is on the other side of the wagon. How did it go again? He said, from 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 the day from Agola, there's altogether ten amas from the outside, from the outside wall of each wagon. The carriage line completely across the entire 
right, of course the entire wagon, um, but the end of the carriage would be the end of one agola, and, and the other end would be the end of the other agola. So if altogether you had ten, there were five in between, that's what that's the two and a half for each agola. I guess in the Tzidayim would stick out on the other side, that's the, the, the Tzidayim. That's how Tysus learns. So that's what Tysus is saying, that um, that's why the Gemara thought that maybe an Amen half should be good enough, because all right, so let it let it you know let it go over a little bit, let it go over a bit. Well, nothing will happen. They said, no, no, no. We wanted to make sure that it stays completely solid. Right. So according to Tysus, it's good why there are two wagons, and then the Krushim don't have to hang over the wagons onto the street. They don't have to beg against each other. The point was that the carriage goes on the whole wagons, and that's why you need. So besides for the ten amis of the carriage, you need another five amis, two and a half amis on each side of the outside of the wagon, in order that it should go good. So that's fifteen amis, and then you have the ben levi, which um, which would be uh, the sixteenth amma. Right, and so he says. And Taisus also says he was in the back. He just says, it's interesting, because Taisus calls Gavra Ba'amsa Yosef, right? Taisus says the Gavra is Ba'amsa Yosef. So that's what I don't understand so well. You know, had, had you know where Taisus, he could go either one. He can go to either side to, to correct the, the Karish. It's all the same Karish. And Taisus has a problem. According to Taisus, even when he's in that Amma on the side of the Krushim, He's still two and a half amas away from the crushim, right? A person's arm doesn't stretch two and a half amas. So how is he going to reach the crushim? So he says, you know, he uh, he gets a stick. He had a big stick in order to to maneuver the crushim in case they were slipping. They would use a stick to maneuver them. Okay, let's start the next mishnah. <coughs> right? What's a chuliyasabar? When someone digs a bar, so the dirt that he takes out of the bar, he piles up on the side of the bar. Right? That's the picture that you have a bar, right? And the chulia is the dirt on the side of the bar. That's chulia sabar. A cell is different thing. But chulia sabar, actually it's sabar, nice and spicy, the heck of kamin chayma. Like a wall around the bar. Vasela, and also there's a, a rack, Shangavayan Asara, if the ten Tvachim high, Virchavan Arba, and the four Tvachim wide, so they were Shusayachit. Hanaitl man, if you take from the Chuyasabar or the Sela, Banaisan al Gabav, or you put onto the Chuyasabar or the Sela, from Rishisarabim, the Sela is in the Rishisarabim, the Chuyasabar is a bar that you dug in or adjacent to the Rishisarabim. Chayiv, Yechayiv, because you're taking from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Right? So you have whatever it is, you have, so you have a structure in Rosh Hashanah, right? If you have a, a garbage dumpster in the Rosh Hashanah, right? If you put something from the Rosh Hashanah into the garbage dumpster, you have a right? Ukadaima. Right? You have a, on, on the side of the Rosh Hashanah, let's say you have, um, you know, a, 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 a wall. That fence is in property, but the wall is a stone wall, and it's ten tvachim high and four tvachim wide, right? So, you take, you put anything down on that wall, chayiv. 
But the Mishnah's case is Chulia Sabar, cases that they were familiar with. The Chulia Sabar, you had a, a bar that someone dug for water adjacent to the Shisaram with the Chulia, with a wall around the bar, and the cellar and the rack. So that's Rosh Hashayachit. So Yomar says, Lama Lemisne Chulia Sabar Vasella, Lisne Abar Vasella. The bar is Rosh Hashayachit, because the bar will be Omak Yud, the Rach of Dalad, right? So why did it say the Chulia Sabar in the cellar? Why not the bar in the cellar? What's the Chulia? Right? What's the Kiddush of the Chulia? Now she says like this. Right? You don't have to give me two examples. Right? You could have said, celebrate Rabbim, we'll know everything. Right? So why'd you say bar? Teretz is, you want to give an example of something which is ten tfachim high and four tfachim wide. That's one thing. You also want to give an example of something which is ten tfachim deep and four tfachim wide. Okay, so say bar and cellar. What do you want with the Chulia Sabar? If it's talking about the 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 actual chulia being rishisayachet and the chulia would be gavaya yud and rachav dalit. That's a possibility, right? That the chulia would be gavaya yud and rachav dalit. But there, you already said sela. Elamai, you mean the bar? So why talk about the chulia? So why says v'seila the rabbi yechanan? The amr rabbi yechanan bar v'chuliyasa mitzdaif from la'asara. That the bar and the chulia are mitzdaif to ten tefachim. Let's say the bar is not ten tefachim deep. The bar is only five tvachim deep. And the chulia is five tvachim high. So, you might think that's not called ten tvachim, because either ten tvachim deep, or a machitza of ten tvachim, right? If you want a bar to be rishisayachid. So the bar is ten tvachim deep, it's rishisayachid. If you have an area which has a machitza of ten tvachim high, it's rishisayachid. What if you have a tziruf, combination? It's five tvachim deep, and the chulia around it is five tvachim high. So you would think that doesn't work. There's not mistarif together. And Be'echelen says it is. So the Mishnah is moving that way. Because why did the Mishnah say chulia sabar vasalashikvayud? Meaning the chulia together with the bar. That's, that's the chat in the Mishnah. Chulia sabar means not that the chulia is gvayud. The chulia together with the bar are gvayud. And the bar is rachav dalid. So Mela, the bar and the chulia mitstarif. To make, right? the to make the bar Not to make the top of the chulia. So the chulia, if it's only five tvachamai, it wouldn't be a shusiyachet, right? That's only five tvachamai. That would be caramelous. Right? It would mean to put it in the bar. Tanya nami achi bar b'shusiram amuka yud v'chava arba eimem alamene b'shabes. If you have a bar b'shusirabim, which is ten tvachim deep and four tvachim wide, you can't not fill from it on shabes. Elam can also mechitza gavai yud tvachim. If you have a mechitza around the bar. So then you could go into the mechitza and take what you want because the whole thing is rishus yachid. Vein sheishin amene b'shabes. Some can hechnas lo reishiv rubai unless you came in reishiv rubai into the mechitza. Otherwise, right? You might think, okay, I'll just stick my head into the mechitza and drink from the bar. But the problem is, you might take out the water from the bar. Right? We'll get to that. And bar v'chiyasim is tarfon asar. So the brayshe says clearly what the mishnah's meram is. That the bar together with the chuliyah mitzdarif lasara to make it a rishis